This is Sid Haig for Nightmare Junkhead. Listen, or I'll come over there and put my boot all up in your ass. Weaving in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, the only poor podcast still filming with our friends with the Super 8 camera. My name is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we are chatting with an upcoming renaissance man of a filmmaker of who I am really excited to talk to because he is going to be our technically our first guest ever on this podcast, Yeah, which is amazing. Uh, But before we get into that, let me remind you, we are part of the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. A network that is ever-expanding, and you can find all of our past episodes at BoomHowdy.com, or if you're like me and you like to listen (coughs) on the go, search for either Boom Howdy or Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes and Stitcher apps, subscribe to us, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your ear hole. That is what we do, man. So I mentioned we have a guest here on the episode. Uh, He is a writer, director, actor, composer producer, and special effects artist. He has appeared in over 23 films as an actor, has currently directed five feature films, and his current one, Bite School, will soon be available for you to sink your teeth into. Welcome to the first time on the podcast, Mr. James Balsamo. James, how are you? Good, you left out handsome motherfucker. How's it going, everybody? Great to be here. The one and the only James Balsamo busting in the cherry. No lube, only spit. Welcome, me. All right, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> that's that's a fucking intro right there. That man. is. That was so broke back mountain, I uh, just got a little aroused. Why can't I quit you? <laughs> so before we get going into the episode, James, uh, please go ahead and tell our listeners, where can they find you out on the social media? Sure. Uh, everybody could uh, add me on Facebook. I want to be your friend, James Balsamo. And don't forget to check out my new movie, Bite School. Butch Patrick, Herschel Gordon-Lewis, and the Sultan of Schlong himself, Ron the Don Jeremy. And me. I mean, what's better than that? You can check it out at acidbathproductions.com. And it just went live yesterday worldwide on Vimeo on demand. So go look up Bite School. It's an education you can really sink your teeth into. Yeah, I saw that. Like that, everybody's really excited about this movie, and especially in Germany, I saw like how Germany is like all about it. You're like the new Hasselhoff, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I I love uh, you know what I work with uh, Austrian superstars, blood sucking zombies from outer space. They're a big uh, psycho Billy rock band. They did the theme song for uh, two of my films, Hack Job and Cool as Hell. And and since then, you know what I mean. I've just been a big hit in Germany, and 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 they love gore. I mean, and look at Necromantic and Necromantic too. Yeah, great, great, great films to come out of Germany. So many great, uh, you know, German filmmakers. So yeah, it's great. It's great that they love my schlock. Well, and you know, as you're getting a lot of fans and a lot of stuff here in uh, Kansas City and all over America, man. I think the first time I met you was at Crypticon maybe two years ago, and you were promoting uh, Cool as Hell, and everybody was real excited about it, man, and I was excited, and and uh, we got a chance to watch it, and we watched Catch of the Day, and yeah, man, it's just, you're rocking it out, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, 
Kansas is amazing. I love coming to Kansas, and, and people are so warm and friendly. Unlike New Yorkers, New Yorkers are like, get the fuck out of my way. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but Kansas, everyone's like, hey, wow, all right, James we love you. But I'm like, yes, I love you too, Kansas, and your tornadoes. Oh, I yeah. can't believe you guys have those tornado signs in the airport. I was terrified. <laughs> we, we like to scare the shit out of newcomers right, into the Midwest. Right. You know, everybody thinks we're yeah. all laid back in country, but no, you got to watch. You got to watch fucking out, man. Mother Nature yeah. will get you. Well, genius, you talked about Crypticon, uh, James. You were here for our last Crypticon. Uh, how was your experience? Because we ran, I ran into you briefly. I know Genius ran into you. Uh, Do you have a good time? I had an amazing time. I, I love coming to Crypticon. That was my third year in a row uh, being a guest at Crypticon. I just love, love, love that show, and I love the fans there. And it's so crazy, uh, you know what I mean, to have so many great fans in Kansas. And I love Kansas. Kansas is great. The food is amazing. Like oh. your food is so good. Oh, did you get some barbecue, man? Oh yeah, yeah. I went to a few barbecue places. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and collard greens. I tried the uh, no fried okra. That was it. Oh, I, I never fried, had fried okra, okra until, I, until I went to Kansas last year with my good friend Zach and Erica Kaufman from oh. Atomic Cotton T-shirts. They make some of the best T-shirts around. They make most of after that uh, T-shirts. So if uh, if you're ever in Kansas, make sure you look up uh, Atomic Cotton. Those guys are great. Oh no, we love we love Zach and Erica. They've been on uh, our other podcast a couple of times, and they're just the nicest fucking people you ever want to meet and uh, oh they're awesome and it was it was hilarious we were watching uh catch the day and all of a sudden we see the general lee swing by and sure enough there's zach and erica driving and the funniest thing is they're so nice and loving towards each other i think you had erica say i love you baby and zach was like bitch wait for me or something like that and it was the funniest fucking thing because they're just so loving you don't ever expect to see like zach like saying bitch we're going down to there it's just great it was so and then you try to get into the general lee it was an awesome little scene it was really really good oh yeah thanks man that that was a fun scene i actually just uh, film with Zach and Eric again for my new movie, Killer Waves. It's a surfing slasher about a killer that's killing off surfers to make a human flesh surfboard. And that's got uh, <laughs> Phil Anselmo from Pantera in it. Connor oh, wow. Brooks from Plan 9 from Outer Space. Uh, members of Guar and Municipal Waste and adult film star Nadia White. And we're only a week into that picture, so uh, that's just the cast so far you are ridiculously proficient james because i was you know just going through your imdb you've put out at least a movie a year since like what about 2012 or so or 2011 yep that is insane and then the fact that you're getting all these people i i yeah that that that, that brings me we were talking you were talking earlier about how new yorkers are all like get the fuck out of my face and everybody here in kansas is fun and shit like that but you have such amazing cameos in your movies it's so fucking ridiculously awesome because you're like oh that's 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 the one guy and there's that one guy and that. so my question is how do you <laughs> how, how do you get all these awesome people like andrew wk was in one of the movies tom savini i mean just the let me kill my I, it's insane right what's your secret dude do you have a lot of pictures you know do you have know, some... <laughs> is it just like blackmail or what, what are we what are we yeah, talking it, here it's it's a lot of blackmail i usually kidnapped <laughs> uh, a love member a loved one of uh, one of the one of the uh Delivery cameos, and I hold them ransom for them to do a cameo. And if they don't, uh, they never see the light of the day. I mean, like, when's the last time you've seen Louis Anderson, right? I mean, he, <laughs> he, he didn't do a cameo, so uh, 
Where's life with Louie? It's now death with Louie, I'll not. tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of insane. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I really like with your films, of uh, what we've been able to see so far, is just the genuine fun everyone seems to be having on set. Um, and your films are, they're just super campy fun. They're I, just a lot of fun. Dude. They really are. They're very infectious that way. So I've got to ask, in terms of your origin story, how did little James <coughs> Balsamo, how did he get his start? Uh, what was your Crime Alley story in terms of how you got into filmmaking? Uh, well, I was young and I needed the money. No, I, <laughs> that's the wrong story. Um, uh, well, actually, I I had <laughs> always wanted to be uh, an actor in slasher movies ever since I saw Friday the 13th uh, Part 3, where that girl gets put on the meat hook. That was it for me. I was like, I want to be that guy. Nice. So uh, I went to acting schools. I studied at uh, prestigious New York acting schools like professional performing arts and uh, Lee Strasberg, and but um, but nobody was making horror movies, so I I, mm. I said fuck it. I went to film school. I learned how to make my own damn movie, and I've been making them ever since. Actually, I got picked up for worldwide distribution. It was on cable TV all over the U.S. and Canada, and uh, that was it. I had always just wanted to to be an actor and star in horror movies, but I didn't know anyone that made them, so I had to make them myself. And now I'm doing that. I, I just finished my fifth one, and uh, that's it. I'm on to number six. So. That's fucking awesome, dude. You're you're like the Tommy Wiseau of horror movies, man. You direct, write, <laughs> star, uh, just like you do everything. I mean, you know, and I'm sure you probably cater some of the movies too. <laughs> you're like, hey, bought everybody hot dogs, or I'm making a pot of chili, or something. How fucking busy are you? Uh, busy, busy, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I, but I love it. So you know, although I I am busy and I and I tour the country signing autographs and. And, and fondling boobs all across America, <laughs> I I do love it, and uh, and so it you know it's not work if you love it. I mean it, yeah. it is work, and I, I'm busy with all those nipples in my face. But really, just, <laughs> no, just that, loving every every moment of it. That's a good problem to have, man. Uh, speaking of signing stuff, uh, so I, you're just last when I saw you, you were talking about how you have um, VHS covers of uh, Cool as Hell now. Yeah, that's right. I got uh, copies of VHS of Cool Tell and I Spill Your Guts. Nice. So those are available at uh, acidbathproductions.com. Uh, soon we'll be making uh, laser discs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking out some betas. Yeah, there's a there's a booming market for the beta out there, unfortunately. Um, so in terms of the, the people that kind of influenced you, when we were watching a lot of these, we were like, oh, I wonder if, you know, because we're kind of, I don't know if they were homages or just, you know, just pure love, but like, is Kevin Smith an influence? He is. You know, I, I really, I've heard a lot of people say, uh, cool as hell is like clerks, uh, kind of has like a clerks kind of feel. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I do, I do love Kevin Smith, but I always say I'm like Freddy Krueger in the sense that I'm created by 10,000 bastard filmmakers. <laughs> That's awesome. But what are some of your bigger influences on your personal like style? If you were to name a few. Uh, well, I I love Italian horror. You know, I love mm. Lucio Fulci and Dario Argento, and uh, I love it's you know shame about Wes Craven. Wes Wes, Wes was a big uh, yeah. influence on me, and Tom Savini. You know, a lot of people don't realize he directed that uh, 1990 Dead uh, Living Dead remake. Yeah, which is an excellent, it's excellent fucking remake. That was one of the better ones, in my opinion. Oh yeah, the late Tom Towles, Tony Todd, who's in Catch of the Day, and uh, <laughs> you know. I like I I'd like uh, I like Dennis Dugan too as a, as a comedy director. So uh, you wow. know uh, Mel Brooks. I mean, there's just so many. 
So I love film. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I'm not really a big sports fan. I, mm. I like. Uh, I like adult entertainment, and I and I like uh, movies, I no, like you, horror movies, and, and comedy. So. You're preaching the choir, my friend. You're preaching the right. choir. You mentioned though the adult <laughs> entertainment, and one of the other things we we really kind of appreciated in the films was just the, the gratuitous <laughs> nudity. I mean, just like I mean, what at the opening scene in Catch of the Day, there's somebody fucking, right? It's just so much like wonderful nudity. <laughs> we were basically looking at each other and going, "Well, why wouldn't you do that?" Right? You know? I mean, you know, if you're especially if you're making these kind of genre films, you've got to add some of that to really make it authentic. Um, have you had any issues with that? People kind of performing or anything like that? No, actually, uh, the girl in the opening of Catch of the Day is a former Playboy uh, supermodel. Saragano Dassey is her name. Great, great wreck. Great performance. She's <laughs> a beautiful person. Um, you know what it is? I, I love boobs. I always try to put an adult film star in one of my movies, a professional wrestler, and uh, just tons of cult horror and cinema icons. So uh, in this one... In this one, like I said, Killer Ray is my newest one. Nadia White's in it. And in Bite School, uh, Ophelia Rain is in it. She's been doing a lot of Burning Angel stuff. So uh, make sure you Google her later. She's she's gorgeous. Yeah. Your movies are like a, a, a goody grab bag of just, like, awesome shit. Like you said, you got wrestlers, porn stars. You got horror icons in there. So what's like, you know what? I want to make a movie about this, and I want... Tits and blood and blah, 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 blah. What is your, like, process? Uh, well, well, now, uh, I'm so I'm so backlogged because it really takes a lot of work to make a feature film, you know what I mean? To get all these people in it. Like, it's so much work. So, you know, I, I think of an idea and, and then I sit on it, you know what I mean? I come up with a concept. Like, Bite School, I was originally going to make as my second film. It was originally called From Dusk Till Bong. <laughs> Sorry, that was good. And uh, and um, you know, uh, I just I just really wanted to do something serious for my second film. This was right after I finished Hack Job. Uh, and can I just say, when I after I made my first film, people are rough, man. Like I I came at, out of out of the shotgun and just like right right into like the dumpster. People were like, "This is the worst movie. I hate this guy, James Balsamo. Why?" Kill him! Kill him now! Kill this guy! Don't ever let him touch a camera! And and then I made I spill your guts, which is a slasher film. It's one of my biggest films uh, to date, and people loved it. And now people go back and they watch Hack Job, and they're like, "Oh, that! You know what? I I like that movie. You know what I mean? That showed the beginning of him as a as a filmmaker, and and it's good. And you know what? I I really like it. But but generally, people hated it. I I, I got lost on talking about. But but that was my point on, on making. Uh, Making a movie is like you really, you really got to think about what you're going to make because it does go out to the to the masses. You know what I mean? Like you said, people like my stuff in Germany and uh, and the UK. Like when I put up Bite School yesterday on Vimeo, the first sale came from the UK nice. w- within three minutes. Like you know what I mean? It wasn't even a US sale. You know? <laughs> so you know you really got to think. You know what what you want to do as as a as a project. So, uh, for me, this new one I'm, I'm working on, Killer Wave, I've literally been sitting on it since last summer, uh, since last year. You know, I had the, co- the concept, concept art designed, and, and so a lot of work went into, you know, pre-production. So that's usually my process. I know it was a long fucking answer for that question. No, no, that was great, dude. Actually, who does all your cover art? 
Uh, it's all different people. It, it, mostly, it's Jeff Zorno. He does a lot of the uh, Bright Rags t-shirts, and he does the new Godzilla comic. Uh, mm-hmm. Mario Lopez just did the uh, Bite School cover. A.C. Uh, Slater? On, I'm sorry? Mario Lopez, A.C. Slater? No, no, it's a, it's a different guy oh. from Greece. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> nice pull. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think A.C. Slater can draw that well. I mean, if you check out this <laughs> <laughs> he just draws unemployment checks, right? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, I was kind of curious. You definitely have kind of a do-it-yourself ethos that goes on there based on the fact that you've been writing, directing, producing, you know, doing a lot of these things yourselves. You talked about kind of the natural evolution from your first film to your second. Um, do you see? How do you see yourself progressing as a filmmaker? Um, well, you know, I, I think the, the key to being a great filmmaker is budget. You know what I mean? Like you could, sure. you can have the greatest ideas in the world, but if you have five dollars, your dragon's going to look like it's made out of cardboard. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. you're not going to have uh, the Braveheart silicone latex dragon with the animatronic heads that that cost like you know fifty thousand dollars for overpriced servos. Like uh, you know, you're just not going to get that quality. So yes, uh, you could be <laughs> a dreamer and, and you could have like the best you know, the best idea, but if you're shooting it on a VHS camera, you know what I mean? So, unfortunately, filmmaking costs money. So, as I progress, you know what I mean, I I always put more into the budget, and I still have the same heart for it. You know, I still love it. I love what I do. So, that's why the heart's there, but now there's some dolly shots, and for Bite School, we built this 10-foot two-headed bat with tits and a snake body, and and we hung it from a a 30-foot crane, so, you know, the production value in, in Bite School is just through the roof. We, we blew up a car, and uh, Danny Danger, our resident stunt guy, got lit on fire for it. He always does a burn. And, um, you know, we shot on a nicer camera. We shot on the Black Magic 4K. My last three movies were shot on the uh, DSLR uh, Canon 7D. So, you know, the quality is better. And like I said, with every film, it's it's just it's money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you ever, you know what kills me? When somebody has a really shitty idea, but, uh, you know, they have a lot of money from someone, and it's about mm. old ladies drinking tea, and, and they're talking, like, it's like mm. the Golden Girls drinking tea, and there's, like, you know, a giant crane shot just to establish that they're drinking tea in a fucking backyard. Like, fuck you, okay? Right. Like, I, I built this bat with my fucking bare hands, okay? <laughs> 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 and he's got these old cunts sipping tea like you know what i mean like yeah it's it just it's just stuff like that 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 drives me crazy with with uh with mainstream cinema like because you know uh there are plenty of older people that would rather watch old cunts drinking tea <laughs> the movie it's called old cunts <laughs> drinking tea uh, opposed to you know no country for old cunts from new york hanging a two-headed bat with kids <laughs> from a 30-foot crane the movie so you know, it's 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 money. It's money that makes that makes the difference. No, you're one hundred percent correct. I mean, for example, like uh, like a couple of the the new horror movies that have come out recently in the big screen, they're shit. I mean, they got multi million dollar budgets, but there's no like you can tell there's no heart and then there's no love. So seeing something like your movies where you, there's there you can tell that it's a labor of love is pretty fucking refreshing. So, like, props to you, man, because, like you said, old cunts drinking tea, they spent, like, $50,000 on embroidered, imported doilies, 
and you got to go authentic on that right Come on man so speaking of because yeah yeah so props to you for knocking shit out of the park man but speaking of budgets yeah speaking of budgets and monetary how do you raise your money for your for your movies do you do kickstarter do you go go is it on the back of the last ones what do we what do you do yeah well you know what's nice is that uh, i've been doing this for a while now so i make a movie and then I tour the country, I bring it to horror conventions, selling it directly to my fans, and then that pays for the next one. So I love my fans, and it's great. You know what I mean? I've, I've been doing this for a while now where I can make another movie just from, you know, making my fans happy with the last one. So I really appreciate that. Now, do you have a do you have a name for the fans, like the Boss Boss Maniacs or something like that? You know, do we have do we have an official yeah, boss, <laughs> boss Sodomites? Boss Sodomites, that's quite good. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so I'm curious, though, just you, you mentioned your evolution as a filmmaker from the fact that you said you were hated with Hack Job to people kind of doing the revisionist history as soon as I Spill Your Guts came out. Um, but it almost seems like you haven't really made it until you're hated, at least you know online for the most part, when you can get trolls to come out after you, because it's so much easier to hate than it is to actually produce and I think a lot of it stems from jealousy or whatever. But you know the fact that you've been producing so much, you know you've just, you've you've said yourself you've won people over. Um, what has that been like? What kind of a ride has that been like? Just get being, as you said, hated to being. You know, hey, this guy's pretty rad. You know what? It, it's it's nice. I think I killed the trolls with kindness. <laughs> nice. I personally, I personally <coughs> responded to every single troll that trolled me and said, listen, I know you hated my last movie, but let me give you a free copy of my newest one nice. and see if you change your mind. You know what I mean? Like, I I really, I, I really just want people to enjoy my work. I know it's not for everybody. Some people much rather be watching old cunts drinking tea, <laughs> and, and I, I understand that, you know what I mean? But, I mean, people have to understand that the reality of it is I'm... I am an independent filmmaker. Like, yes, I'm working with all these people, but I am one man. You know, I work with a very small crew, and I'm being compared to Hollywood standards that are throwing $50,000 at embroidered doilies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's almost my entire budget. It's the doily budget. (laughs) (laughs) If you had a chunk of that doily budget, then imagine the shit you could come up with, right? I I kill for the doily budget. <laughs> I strangle one of those old cunts to death for the doily budget. <laughs> doily budget. Maybe you can like sneak into the set and steal the doilies and sell them on the black market. Like, man, these are these are straight from the sets of old <laughs> old cunts drinking tea and old cunts drinking tea too. Cuntier, you know. <laughs> you know, I hope somebody makes that movie because of this. <laughs> This show. I, would, I, I think you should, sir. Right, this should, should be the follow-up to Killer like, Waves. <laughs> like, or like a mini-movie inside a movie, Old Cunts Drinking Tea. It's your My Dinner oh, with Andre, yeah. so it'll be a, yeah. a, a rap, you know, crazy departure from what you're used to. Tuesdays with Hori. <laughs> <laughs> So many good things with that. Um, So, and then another question is: um, just because the technology is so much more available now, you you know, people are shooting on digital. um, They're just there's almost an oversaturation of some of the stuff out there. So, how are you trying to you know, for the most part, differentiate yourself from some of the? Well, just for example, VH1 is getting ready to play. uh, It's like the Streamies Award, which is an award show for people on YouTube which is kind of crazy that that exists. So, you know, how are you how are you differentiating yourself from the other people that are out there? Um, well, I, th- I think what's nice is that uh, there are no other 
independent filmmakers doing what I'm doing with the amount of cameos and sticking to solid practical effects. Yes, you know what I mean? And, yes. and, and I mostly make horror comedies, <laughs> you know, which a lot of people make one and then run away from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the genre that I love. And so I think, uh, I mean, Killer Waves is a serious slasher film. I know people think that because my last few films were horror comedies, but uh, this one I'm going straight splatter flick, so it's going to be gore and tits. That's Killer Waves. But generally, I've been making these horror comedies, and so people, you know, that have a niche for that have kind of found a home in Acid Bath Productions with those kind of movies. And so that's how I feel. I, I, I stray from the past. And, you know, not a lot of people can say that they have, like, uh, dozens of, like, major metal band cameos and, and adult film stars in every single film. Yeah. So, you that know was, what I mean? And I'm a huge but, metal but fan. I love my friends. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have so many friends that are independent horror filmmakers. I mean, really, it's sad that there is only, there's only a few of us out there. We're a rare breed, but... Um, but it's nice that, that I got the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. you, you've got the James stuff, man. I mean, because it's very, it's just so distinctive. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, when we're when we're seeing more of your films, I'm like, oh, that's that's totally a James Balsamo film, you know. Uh, your practical effects you talked about, because, uh, yeah, there's just, unfortunately, just too many digital blood splatters, this or that. I'm glad you're keeping it. Keeping that, it real, yeah. Keeping it, yeah, straight up real. Uh, did you have any uh, inspirations through that? I mean, obviously, Savini who's, you know, cameoed in your films, and, you know, he's probably a huge... Ins- was there anyone else out there that you really enjoyed? Oh, yeah, there's tons of... Uh, Rick Baker, Rob Botton, I mean, did mm-hmm. the Sting remake in the 80s. I mean, uh, did I say Dick Smith? I mean, really, like, there's just so many great uh, legends. I love, love, love practical effects. Canby effects, you know, Greg and Carol mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Burger, but Burger, you know, all those guys, and... Uh, Kurtzman, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I love, I love film. I love horror movies. I love that shot on video, eighty stuff. You know, the the Tim Ritter, the Donald Farmer. You know, which I've been lucky enough to have both of those guys in, in some of my movies. You know, I love that uh, that cheap effects work to expensive <laughs> animatronic stuff. I just like monsters and boobs. Yeah, because <laughs> you got great aesthetics with your movies when it comes to the old school feel. You know, I mean, it's, it's definitely you can tell it's a loving homage. And you're talking about horror comedies. And there's not a lot of good horror comedies out there. And the fact that you're just trying to <laughs> knock them out and do what you need to do, that's super con- commendable. And which brings me to my next thing. Um, I think the first time I met you, like I told you, was at Crypticon, and we were swapping like horrible sex stories like bad shit that happened to us during sex times and i noticed that especially in like cool as hell there was a lot of there was a lot of funny sex scenes in there and so my question is how many of that is just something like oh that'd be fucked up and funny and how many of that is like you know it really did happen to me so (laughs) it's all real Because there, there are a few scenes in there that we were both looking at each other like, were they just fucking? I could have sworn there's like some penetration going on in there. Uh, and then licking the, the whipped cream off oh. your chest. That was like, oh, the, the food the food scene. How big of a mess oh, to okay. clean up was that? Yeah, it was cottage cheese. It's even worse than whipped Yeah, the co- <laughs> that's right. It was cottage cheese. I remember going, oh, that's cottage. Ah! So how many of the, so it's all, did it all, has it all really happened to you? Or you're like, man, this would be fucked up and you write it in there. Uh, so it's about 50. 
I think that's the one thing that I like really enjoy about your movies is like one the uh, the cameos and all the thing those little like non sequiturs are fucking hilarious with everybody like, yelling at you and telling you to fuck off and shit like that or like fucking not a cop fucking beat me over the head for nothing and then the funny sex scenes I think those are like that those are the ones to me that are like the most endearing parts. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you you know I think um, uh, sex is is a ridiculous act. You know what I mean? And I think uh, <laughs> it's always nice to to have fun with it or <laughs> get yeah. a ridiculous story out of it. <laughs> Sometimes the best sex is the sex that goes absolutely wrong. You know that ends up oh, yeah. in a movie like this. Um, so you got Killer Waves coming up next, which you're currently filming. Uh, you know, can you give us a, an idea of maybe what genre you might be exploring after Killer Waves? Uh, yeah, actually, um, well, Old I can't announce anything right? officially because, like I said, there's always, I've, I've always got 12 ideas running at the same <laughs> time, <laughs> but, uh, but it's, it's either, it's either back to horror comedy or it's a, an action horror movie, so. Or Old Cuns um, Drinking Tea? Yeah, or, or Old Cuns Drinking Tea, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite awful. Um, so you talked about horror comedies, and this is you know a genre we really like a lot on the podcast. We talk about them on the other one, Nerds of Nostalgia. Um, one of our all-time favorites is Return of the Living Dead. Uh, one of those films that you pretty much whenever it comes on, I'll watch it regardless of what time of the day it is. You know, regardless of my you know state of mind, I'm going to watch it. Um, what are some of your favorites that you've uh, maybe even not necessarily even you know paid homage to or pulled from, but just favorite horror comedies? Um, well, I do love uh, Return of the Living Dead, Dan, O'Bra- Dan O'Bannon. It's a, it's a shame that he's done. Uh, such a brilliant writer. What was that other one he did with uh, Chris Anderson? The, uh, it's uh, like Unearthed or something like that. They're just re-releasing it on uh, uh, Blu-ray. But that's another, I think that's the only other title he ever directed. Uh, um, but anyway, I, I digress. Uh, <laughs> horror comedies like Dead Alive. I love Peter Jackson. Uh, so. Have you had um, a chance to see Deathgasm by any chance? No, I've been I've been seeing a lot of things about it. Uh, I've seen the trailer; it looks great. Yeah, it's got an. It's again one of those kind of callback heavy metal horror films, but it looks like it kind of owes a lot to the whole splast splatter uh, gore zone kind of stuff, uh, which definitely is right up your alley. Um, are you a metal fan by any chance? I am, and it's funny you mentioned gore zone because uh, I'm actually going to be. They're doing a full spread on me, I believe, next month. So nice, nice. Nice. Congratulate. That's dope, dope dude. That's so yeah. Are you holy shit? We'll definitely be check. So you know, will you freak out when we come up and say, "Will you sign this, Mr. Balsamo?" <laughs> That'll be great. I'd love to do that for you. <laughs> yeah, I love Scorpion Magazine, but yes, I am actually a big metal fan, and and so that's why I've been lucky enough to work with so many bands that I genuinely listen to. Like uh, we just filmed uh, with Testament for for Bite School. Chuck oh Billy no shit! A, yeah, Chuck Billy hits me in the face with a pie. Oh, I mean, that's... you know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> You know what I mean? So I think, like you said, to go back, what I'm doing different is, is I think I'm having fun with the genre. And I mean, really, like how how many how often do you see a heavy metal legend, you know, doing like a 1930s pie gag throwback? <laughs> Vaudevillian's timeless. You throw that in with thrash, you know, you've got a nice combination there. Dude, right, dude Chuck Billy, yeah, right? yeah, Chuck Billy's <laughs> play, play me off, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! So, yeah, well, uh, Frank, Frank Mullen, the lead singer of Suffocations, uh, in a lot of acid bath productions films. He's the uh, lead detective in Killer Waves, and like I said, uh, Phil from Down and, and former singer Pantera is in Killer Waves. So you know, I, I'm lucky enough to work with so many bands. And Guar, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm actually going to I'm going to hang out with them tomorrow. They're they're coming to 
they're playing by me. So they mm. just they're like, uh, you're you're coming to the show, right? I was like. Of course, yeah, I would miss it. <laughs> you know, when you when you started this, did you ever think at this point you'd be, you know, going and chilling with the Guar guys and having Chuck Billy throw a fucking pie in your face? I mean, that's unreal. No, you know what I mean? It's it's so amazing, and, and you just got to make every day an adventure, you know what I mean? And, and if you don't make that day an adventure, plan for tomorrow to be an adventure, because, you know, you got to live life to the fullest and get hit in the face with a pie by Chuck Billy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, let, let Phil Anselmo headbutt you. After you, you, you. He, he fucking headbutted me. He was like, oh yeah, you're all right, man. And straight up just headbutted me. Walk like, on home, boy. Headbutted me. <laughs> That's, dude, put that on your, your, your resume, basically, you know, headbutted by Phil Anselmo. Check. got that. I'm good. That's like right. that's like landing the jet and top gun on the new Nintendo Entertainment System, man. <laughs> like just you know, resume worthy stuff. Um, okay, so we've got Killer Waves. We've got some other stuff coming up. Um, anything else that you'd like to plug while you while we've got you here, James? Yeah, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Acid Bath Product. Like I said, add me on Facebook, James Balsamo, and uh, don't forget to get all your cool Acid Bath production stuff, like VHS, DVDs, action figures, hot sauce, novelizations of our films at Acid Bath. Uh, productions.com. That's acidbathproductions.com. One more time. com. Everyone together. Acidbathproductions.com. That's it. You got it. <laughs> you, you have, you, I think you nailed the, the, the perfect party movie. You know, you kind of, you have like, it's just, you get a little drunk, get a little high, you're with your buddies, you want to put on something with a lot of tits and gore and stuff like that. And, you, I think you got it. You know what I'm saying? I think you you got the essence and you nailed it perfectly. Thanks, man. You, you know, it's funny. You're the uh, the second interviewer in a row. I just did one last night. Like I said, I'm 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 on I'm on the wagon now for interviews for Bicycle. <laughs> they said the same thing that Acid Bath Productions makes party movies. So that's that's where it's at, man. I like to have fun and I'm making entertainment. So. And I don't boobs. <laughs> yeah. So you know there's going to be tits in it. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely tits and gore. Like I said, uh, when I met you the first time, it was just a lot of fun talking to you, and it was fun hanging out with you this year. And uh, uh, are you going to be at uh, Days of the Dead in Chicago? Uh, I might. I'm not sure if I'm on that show yet. Okay. Oh, but, well. Uh, I will I will be at, uh, at Rock and Shock in October, and uh, I'll be at Living Dead Con. Uh, I think that's in November, so... Cool. Go to acidbathproductions.com to see where I'm going to be. Uh, so, I never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I can't wait to party with you next year at Crypticon again. Yeah, man. It's always fun. Yeah. And I promise this time I'll, you know, stay up a little bit further past my bedtime. <laughs> I'll, I'll poke him with, like, sharpened reeds. Just like, did him out, did him out, and get him up and wake him up and shit. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, James, thank you for coming on the podcast. We do know you're busy. We appreciate you taking the time out, man. Plug your shit one more time, dude. Uh, don't forget to go to acidbathproductions.com and check out my newest movie, Bite School, an education you can really sink your teeth into. Butch Patrick, the legend of gore himself, Herschel Gordon Lewis, and the master of schlong, Ron Jeremy, and me, James Balsamo. So thanks again, guys. It was a real blast being on. Uh, I, I, hopefully one day I'll make Old Cunts the movie. Yeah, definitely. Old Cunts <laughs> drinking tea. Uh, listeners, make sure you go out and check out his stuff. It's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's a great party movie. Get a little drunk, get a little high, do whatever you need to do. Just check it out. It's a lot of fun. And if you got a metal vest like me, throw on an Acid Bath Productions patch on there. You know, really add up to the, the nerd metal credibility. Well, James, again, thank you very much. Well, until next episode, my name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams. <laughs>